everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Adventure Experiences. This is a podcast brought to you by Peak Adventures at Sac State, produced in collaboration with KSSU Radio. My name is Kyle Murphy. I'm your host. I'm a trip leader and challenge center team lead at Peak Adventures. In this podcast, we sit down with students and staff to chat about the impact that Peak Adventures and outdoor experiences have had on their lives. So in this episode, I sat down with Outdoor Trips Program Director, Miguel Valle. What's up, Miguel? How's it going, man? Pretty good. Same old, same old. Just trying to survive. I'm trying to get out there. How about you? Surviving the apocalypse. Yeah, man, I'm doing the same, dude. Uh, thanks for thanks for taking the time to sit down with me and chat a little bit on this uh, Peak Adventures podcast that we got going here. Um, thanks for doing this. Yeah, man. It's been a lot of fun uh, hearing the different stories from our Peak Adventures crew. Um, so... First things first, I just want you to uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, tell the people what you do at Peak, and uh, maybe a little bit of background information about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So um, my name is Miguel. I'm the adventure manager at Peak Adventures. I took over for 11 months now. I'm going to be going on my year on July 1st, so it's almost a whole year. Um, I'm originally from Michigan. I went to school at Ohio State. Um, where I worked in their outdoor um, recreation department. Leading trips, they have a pretty decent climbing wall, so climbing instructor there, um, doing all sorts of things. And then after graduating, um, I moved out west with a couple friends, lived in Portland for a while, um, moved to Salt Lake City to do some wilderness therapy, then to Illinois to accomplish my master's. I still have a couple classes left. But hopefully in the fall, we're going to get that done. (laughs) But I was a graduate assistant for Outdoor Adventures for Northern Illinois University and then took the position out here at Peak Adventures. Um, And yeah, and then I'm here. So after after traveling around a little bit, getting to experience some things, hopefully I'm building and setting some roots and getting getting kind of started on more of a, a career. Nice, nice. So you got That's a lot, man. Um, let's break that down just a little bit. I think, uh, there's, there's going to be some people who are curious about, uh, some of those things, for instance, uh, wilderness therapy, but you can start wherever you'd like and just kind of expand on that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say my outdoor experience started, I went on a freshman orientation trip and it was, um, in the Adirondacks for a week, just backpacking and canoeing. We did like a split um, three, four day backpacking, canoeing. So you would do half and half. And after that, I kind of just, they offered me a position. Um, I was definitely more of, you know, just a normal high school, probably brat. And once I got offered the position, I was like, do I really want it? And my mom was just told me she, you better take it. And so I took it. And that basically led me to um, leading all sorts of trips, working at the climbing wall. That was one of my, one of the groups that um, I, I became really close friends with almost everybody who was in my hiring class for, for that semester and for that year. And it totally reshaped what I wanted to do in life and how I viewed life. Um, just kind of getting experience in the outdoors really just makes a dramatic change. And from there, um, I was, you know, I was never planned on doing outdoor adventure as a career until kind of moving out west 
and getting just to experience more of it in different ways and in different um, aspects. I know I mentioned wilderness therapy and being a graduate assistant at NIU. And really at each step of the way, realizing that not only did I love to be outdoors, but I think it's such a useful and powerful tool for changing people's lives. And it doesn't have to be like wilderness therapy going there to change your life, but even having that refresher, that restart button so that people can take a, take a breath. And especially like it's more, it's more important now than ever. And so um, just continuing that, I know my future plan, my future, my hopes are to um, get either, you know, get either a master's in clinical therapy um, or a doctor of psychology and tie that in with what I'm doing now. Um, and so kind of have my own wilderness therapy, um, outdoor adventure-based therapy. And I know I, I've come into contact with a few different organizations. There was AdventureWorks in Illinois. Um, obviously the wilderness therapy outback that I worked for, I had a couple of friends who worked, um, in wilderness therapy, which was a little bit more front country based, um, in Utah as well. But yeah, I, I just, the outdoors kept bringing me back for whatever reason. And I guess I'm here. So what do you, what do you think that that mechanism is of, um, of the wilderness? What do you think that, what do you think that it provides that helps to, to bring that positive change into people's lives? Yeah, so when you get outdoors, it kind of takes away all of the excess, right? It, it brings it down to, do you have water? Do you have food? Are you staying safe? And there's something really primal almost about it, something really like native that touches that inner core of what it is to be human. And for a lot of people, it's like, I feel that they get older and they get caught up in things, right? You just get older, you get caught up, whether it's relationships or things that go on or events or culture or life. And so touching, touching into that kind of natural primal layer of being, um, you can talk about either meditation or you can talk about all the different types of therapy that you can go through it really is supposed to just peel back those layers till you get at that core of what it is to be human. What do you need to do to actually survive and feel like you're growing and empowering yourself? And so that's what, it's just a tool. You know, you can use music in the same way. You can use therapy in terms of talking or podcasts in the same way. There's like equine therapy, there's art therapy. Um, for whatever reason, life just brought me into the realm of outdoor adventure. and so what I know um, and sometimes it's just best to rely on where you where you've been and the strengths that you've developed and go from there right so yeah I think I agree with you that uh, there are a lot of different modalities of healing of growth right and uh, I think that one of the most important things is that you uh, you explore what you're drawn to but I think that there is something uh, essential to outdoor travel and I, I like what you said about um, the primalness of it. Um, I was recently having a conversation with this uh, Alaska adventurer. His name's Roman Dial. He's a he's an author. He wrote a book uh, called The Adventurer's Son, and uh, he we were talking about how uh, you know, or one thing that he said was like, you know, Kyle, it's not that long ago. Really, was not that long ago that we were living in nature, um, and I think that that's important to remember because we are 
in a place in human history where we um, can easily fool ourselves into believing that um, things have been uh, the way they are now forever. It seems like um, if we were, when we think about like primal nature, we, we, I think we oftentimes go back to like caveman times in our thoughts, but I don't think that that's totally, uh, it, you don't need to go back that far. You know, just a hundred years ago, people were living very, very close to the land. And I think that, um, you know, Roman is a, he's a biologist. And so he was speaking about it from an, uh, a place of uh, evolutionary biology saying that, you know, we really did develop our anatomy in the wilderness, in nature. And so we have all these systems within our bodies that are turned on in nature for really, really good reasons, right? Like for instance, why so many people are afraid of heights. You know, there's a really foundational um, principle at play there uh, in your biology that makes you afraid of heights. And I think that um, when we reach out and uh, experience nature, I think that, that brings us back into tune with our, our true nature, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent agree. And I, I feel like it's great having and being able to talk about those with different people because a lot of these things, it's like, they're not secrets, <laughs> right? No, you just gotta not get, secrets. You just got to get in touch with them. You just got to right. feel them out and recognize them. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you do that, you're like, Oh, that's, that's healthy. Right. That's well, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've taken someone outside who was really, really afraid of going outside into whatever activity it was, you know, even if it was a short hike or uh, a river trip or a climbing, it doesn't really matter what activity we're doing there. When I'm oftentimes when I'm taking someone who's totally new out into the wilderness, there's this element of fear involved. And I think that there, that, that shouldn't be ignored. You know, that's, that fear is there for a really, really important reason, you know, because danger exists outside of the boxes that we live in. Um, And I think that most of the time, I, I, you know, I I would struggle to, to think of a time where uh, at the end of that experience, that person didn't walk away with something valuable, uh, excitement and, you know, a renewed um, passion for, for nature. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's kind of like, I th- one of the things uh, I think we do at Peak Adventures is uh, we expose people to the beginnings of that, right? Like, um, I think it was John and I who were, uh, he was last on the podcast, and we were discussing how, you know, we don't do anything crazy at Peak. You know, every, all of the, uh, the things that we do, all the activities that we, we do, we do at a beginner level, you know, so... And, and that's not to disparage anyone who feels fear at that level. That's, that's important, you know, but um, I think by practicing engaging with risk and challenge, it becomes uh, a little bit easier to take that first step. The first step's always the hardest. Yeah. It's that, well, it's that resistance that you build up to it. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of literature around resistance mm-hmm. uh, that builds up due to just, people use the word in a negative connotation, but trauma, but systems mm-hmm. that build up in your life from forces that happen on it, right. whether it happens even before you were born and, or from your birth up until where you are. Um, and so kind of relieving that trauma per se, um, or, or uncovering that 
but yeah, with Peak Adventures, uh, one thing that I found, or one thing that kind of led me in this way, it's great to lead people on trips. It's great to take people out there. Um, it's, it's enjoyable for 99.9% of people that go. But it's also, it's the staff development that you get that is absolutely 100% like one of the main reasons why I, I wanted to go into this realm. Mm -hmm. And you can take people out there and it, it, it can be a therapy for everyone that goes out there. Sure. Um, I think right now, just like with the whole atmosphere, being able to get out um, health and wellness wise and really, again, touch base is great. Um, but also getting to see my staff develop, to learn new skills and to feel, to feel empowered by those tools that they gain. Right. Um, crazy it's like I know, I know you know like climbing a lot of times you just make one little foot adjustment you get two inches higher and this whole realm the whole realm of your landscape and your perspective and your view on, view on a move entirely just changes mm -hmm. and I feel like you're offering that opportunity to people whether it's they're going out on a day hike or they're going backpacking or climbing you're just adjusting their view a little bit. And that's not to say that they're going to get something like life changing out of it, but it gives them the possibility that if they're looking, they can make that change. Right. Well, you know, um, I think that what peak has to offer as well is also this full spectrum of challenge, you know, like, um, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the outdoor trip, um, perspective on peak adventures because it is really marketable. I mean, let's be real, like, um, you know, it looks great on Instagram and all those things. And, and it is truly my favorite. Um, it, I mean, I shouldn't say my favorite, but it's, it's my passion, you know, being in the outdoors is one of my passions, but uh, my other passion is working with people. And, and that's the other side of the spectrum that we offer at peak is that, that challenge center element, the, the ability to, um, create and facilitate an environment which people learn to work better together. I think, I mean, how it couldn't be more relevant in today's world. Right. Um, and you have to also remember that everyone has a, a different challenge zone. Right. And that's what we talk about on the, the ropes course. And for some of us, like you and I, um, may, we may have to push pretty hard into the wilderness to find that challenge zone. I know that for myself personally, I have not been pushing myself very hard in that realm lately um, for, for a, a multitude of reasons, but um, some, some people may find more challenge in just interacting with other human beings. And I think that's really important to remember because um, that's such an essential piece of life that if you can, if you can work on that and get that down and I don't think anybody ever truly gets it down, but like, I think just engaging in the practice of, of working with other people. And I think that's what we do really, really well is like uh, this holistic approach to engaging with challenge um, that I think is, oh man, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen uh, a difference in someone from when they come onto the challenge course to when they leave, you know, and even if it's uh, a freshman, help me out freshman seminar is it orientation yeah freshman orientation you know and they're only out with us for 30 minutes sometimes to an hour a couple hours 
and they leave, I think they all leave with a different understanding of each other, you know? Yeah. And so go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna, I was gonna say the social aspect and it's funny because I remember, oh man, way back in the day when I was a freshman and to this day, I don't know, eight, eight years later, which is crazy to say, is I remember a term in one of our like initial orientations of lollipop moments, which are moments that, and I know probably a ton of people have heard the TEDx on it, where there's moments that you don't even realize you're making an impact in another person's life. But to them, that impact is magnified times a thousand. And I think that like, the way that Peak Adventures exemplifies making the most of, of those social interactions in those moments, like the, the downward effects, the multiplier effect on that is quite, is quite significant. And that's why like when I go out to the high ropes course, I feel like I always come back with a smile. And the group that you guys have out there is amazing right now, which is great. You guys have a lot of experiences and people out there making a difference, especially, oh man, 18 to 22 or 23 is, is just a crazy time. Um, and to have, to have people reaching out actively um, is, is quite a wonderful thing. Do you, do you have any of those moments where you can look back and be like, wow, that moment, that moment was where I kind of noticed or thought, or was it? Man, uh, dude. So I've been working for peak for close to five years now. And, um, I think that, um, man, there's been so many experiences, you know, and I've worked, um, I've worked in the office as a, uh, outdoor trip program assistant. I've worked on the challenge center as a apprentice all the way up to a team lead. Um, you know, I've worked outdoor trips on lots of the different outdoor. I don't know if there's a trip that I haven't been on now that I think about it. Um, I'm trying to think of a trip I haven't been on. I think I've been on them all, except for I didn't get to go on the Grand Canyon trip, which I would love to do. Oh, have a yeah. um, But, and then I also, of course, uh, this, this summer I was working on, as you know, I was working on the, the raft guide school and I've worked on the river for peak um, since, since I started. And so when you ask that question, um, it's like a Rolodex in my mind. There's just so many, dude. Uh, I have trouble, you know, and a lot of times in interviews now, like that's a question that comes up or a similar question that comes up in interviews all the time, you know, look back on a moment where you really had an impact on somebody or, you know, you impacted someone's day positively or whatever. And I often have trouble uh, picking a specific one. Yeah. Because there are so, so many of them. Um, I always like to say there's a, uh, there's photographs of me on uh, whitewater trips all over the United States <laughs> on uh, different uh, uh, in different homes on their mantles, you know, of me like taking their kids out, their family out. Um, and each one of those trips is special. And, you know, I, I challenge you to find a photograph of me outside where I'm not totally smiling and stoked. And um, I think everyone uh, that I'm that I'm out there with is feeling the same most of the time. Um, yeah, there's just so many of them, dude, on the ropes course, um, in the office, you know, like there are just so many opportunities for enjoyment. And, uh, I think just opportunities to, um, 
to experience the moment in like a really pure way that's joyful and challenging and um just it's yeah it's awesome yeah i mean that's why you won the mentorship award right <laughs> you're not supposed to tell anybody that bro <laughs> anybody that um yeah man i love i love working with staff that is um like you it is my favorite thing to do i really really enjoy teaching i think that um it it's you know it's so hard to teach people stuff and not also learn yourself um and that process to me is just so fun it brings attention to uh to details that um details about things that i was doing and didn't perhaps notice until someone else's perspective pointed it out or um just learning about the way different people learn i think that that's you know as we get older i i think one of the most important lessons that we can learn is how to learn better you know like when we were younger i'm sure you like myself you know, a lot of times, uh, especially young boys, just throw themselves at things, you know, and you get injured and you make mistakes. And you I on that now, that's for sure. Jeez. Right, <laughs> right. And I think hopefully as you get older, you learn how to learn better. You know, you can um, avoid some of those hazardous things and and uh, and get more out of the experience uh, overall. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree. I think. It's funny, I have, I remember when I was studying for the GRE and I was trying to remember these note cards and I don't know, maybe I was getting older. I was like, I'm having difficulty with this for whatever reason. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the, the minomics. I'm gonna try that. I've never actually tried it in my life. And for a couple months, I tried it and I worked through the process. And I swear, like the amount of these GRE cards I could remember in a given day and do so consistently actually learning it was so significant. And it was just by changing up the perspective or way I was doing it. It's just the learning how to learn aspect that kind right. of gets lost on everything. Right. But, yeah. No. So uh, getting away from uh, uh, kind of uh, proselytizing about peak adventures, as we often <laughs> like to do, um, tell me a little bit about um, some of the activities that you engage with and, uh, and you know, where, where is that process for you now? What are you stoked on? Yeah. So being so new to being out here i'm stoked on adventuring and just finding all the new places the cool little tips and areas that you can go um i know that peak adventures we generally run you know to lake tahoe we'll go to point reyes we'll go to yosemite um we are we are trying to go to lassen um castle peak we go there a ton just the common places and obviously you know um rafting as well um, on the lower but I really am excited to I, I want to adventure and see like the lost coast and spend some more time there and I, I'm excited to learn um, about rafting and about some of those more some of those activities where I'm not necessarily learning and that I have room to grow and what's exciting for me is that I have staff who is willing and has the desire to learn alongside the same things I am. And obviously, you know, they'll, they'll pick up on things that I don't pick up on um, and I'll learn things from them and they'll learn things from me. But I'm just excited to kind of really spend my time really becoming experienced 
and getting some more expertise in these um, and just finding new areas to explore, falling in love with new areas, new things, new people. Um, that's kind of what I'm excited for um, over this time and definitely going in into my second year um, of kind of having like my first full time, this is the only, only thing I'm doing job type of ordeal. Um, I'm excited to build from something I already kind of have a platform for. And, and that's an entirely different experience. Like instead of just grappling and, all right, I need to learn how Yosemite does their CUAs. I need to learn how, um, you know, what, what our protocols are for registering our vans and insurance um, for all of our trips. Like that, all the weed stuff is kind of, I'm getting that. And I have that now. And it opens up so much time and possibilities and energy and focus to broaden my perspective and look out at other things. And I think this for the second year, I really want to look at the quality of the program. Um, and I know a lot of my staff is new. Um, I only, I had a few staff members who had been around for a while, Ross and Michael, um, you and Sari. Um, but you know, Ross is working for the Aquatic Center now, Michael moved on, Sari's still working for me, but all of my staff is pretty generally new. Um, and so the possibilities both for, for them to learn and explore and for all of us to learn together and to really build in a, a high quality product that people can go out and say, hey, I just got back from Peak Adventures trip and that was worth it. That was something that I would do again because the quality is there. Um, and rather than just trying to like swim and make it work and find out how to make everything function and we have summer camps and so I know they didn't run this year but like preparing for those and getting to see that process um, and, and things like that I'm excited to kind of calm down and be able to focus more on that quality aspect of it. Very cool very cool what's uh what's an activity specifically that you're uh you're really excited to get uh, get out and do in your uh, in your private trips. Yeah, privately, um, whitewater kayaking, one thousand percent. I actually got my roll down in a pool. Then I went on the river. I got it like eight times in a row. I was feeling good about it. And then I went in the pool probably a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, and I struggled. I only got like I only rolled a couple times. And so I bought some nose plugs because the chlorine is just killing my yeah. nose. I'm like, I need nose plugs for this. And so I bought some nose plugs. And so I'm excited to, to go out and get it down because it's interesting. Like, I feel like I, I caught, I rolled quicker than expected, but then I took this back step. And now it's like, okay, well, now I have to learn this over again. Right. What I'm looking at is going to be totally different. But I mean, there's so many possibilities. There's so many rivers. There's so many things to, to hit up. And whitewater kayaking is, it's up there with one of the scarier ones. Like yeah. Talk, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You talk about pushing yourself out in nature. Like mm -hmm. every time I go down the river in a whitewater kayak, I'm on that, that level of like, all right. Challenge zone. Challenge zone. I'm here. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. It, uh, you know, John and I were just talking about how, how lucky we are. And this is something you hear about Sacramento often, but how lucky we are to have access to so many different things. You know, we live out in Placerville now. Uh, and so we live 10 minutes away from the Consumnus River Gorge, which is a fantastic 
beginner, intermediate level climbing area, really short routes. Um, you know, I live, I mean, we live right next to the river. Uh, you know, we're an hour from Tahoe, you know, you can really, you can really do anything you like out here. And I think that, that the, the spectrum is so great. And now that I'm getting older, you know, I used to uh, look at living in Sacramento with a little bit of disdain because it always felt like there wasn't a whole lot going on. And, you know, but the more I've immersed myself in the outdoors, the more I realize just how, how lucky we are to be so close to Yosemite and the Lost Coast Trail and Tahoe and the river. And you're right, there's just so much to do and immerse yourself in um, that it's, it's almost overwhelming sometimes, you know, like, um, like you talk about whitewater kayaking and, you know, I've been on, uh, whitewater rafting for, you know, as long as I've worked at peak and, um, and yeah, I haven't, I have not tried whitewater ca- kayaking at all. And, uh, and I, you know, I, the more, the more I talk with people about it, the more I, I think that eventually I probably will, uh, delve into it a little bit. Um, but there's, man, there's so much to learn there. And it is scary. It is scary. You know, like you're talking about rolling. And for uh, those of you uh, listening who may not know what that is. So when you're in whitewater, when you're in a whitewater kayak, if you capsize, if you flip over, your body's stuck in the, in the boat. So you're underwater. So you have to right side your, your boat um, with this move called a roll. And uh, you're, you're talking about doing it in a in a swimming pool and there's a good deal of difficulty in you know still water so doing that in uh whitewater class three whitewater even class two whitewater is it's a, a pretty big step up you know and uh yeah yeah i just you know and i it makes me think about um uh music i've been playing drums for almost 15 years now and uh whenever i sit down at a drum set or on a drum i remember that there's so much to learn there are lifetimes of learning to be to be had within the the world of music and uh it's the same in the outdoors you know there's the uh the possibilities are really just endless and that's that's something i love about it yeah there's always room to grow there's always room to grow yeah it's it's quite exciting it's exciting when you can see the possibilities um man and maybe that's maybe that's what getting outside helps people get excited about life even something like that just a little bit motivated to to go do a little bit more because i know when i go and think about a trip i'm like oh yeah or you watch a movie like free solo or any climbing movie right and you're like oh yeah i wanna i wanna go out and do those things now and that excitement enjoyment really really translates to the to the rest of your day as well Absolutely. Well, uh, we're uh, quickly running out of time here, Miguel. Um, so I just want to, um, one, one last question for you, bro. Um, I know that, you know, a lot of things are changing um, with the pandemic and, um, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to adapt to uh, what's going on in the world right now. So maybe, maybe this is a two part answer, but you can answer it however you'd like, but like, what are, what are some of those things that people can look forward to from peak adventures and how are we, um, sort of mitigating that, that risk that is involved, um, today? Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so coming in the fall semester, um, we will be applying and we have to go through a process to get our trips approved and whether that be on or off campus. And so we'll be doing that. Um, and hopefully after we go through the approval process, there's a few steps for that. Um, we'll get to go ahead for trips. Um, so we'll have, we're not going to have as many trips. We usually run anywhere from 20 to 25 trips a semester. Um, this coming fall, we'll probably run more around eight trips. Um, they might be a little bit more local, but we'll have plenty of off-campus biking um, as well as virtual clinics. And hopefully we'll also run our, our bike shop classes. Um, so we'll still have plenty to offer people, um, which is great. And so I know for people that want to get outside, um, the opportunity will hopefully be there. Again, peakadventures.org is kind of the place you want to go. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram um, or any of those places where you can get updates to any of our future or anything that happened, because everything is kind of just rolling basis right now with new information. Um, but hopefully that, that will go. We do have, I know with the Challenge Center, we have virtual team building. Um, I know they will also be um, submitting a plan to hopefully get some um, team building at the High Ropes course. But one thing to note about all these is that we are taking um, pretty heavy precautions with everything. Um, I do want to note that if, when, if and when we do open our trips, um, we'll be taking social distancing to the max. Um, in our vans for transportation, for example, we're only going to have a max of three participants, um, the 12 passenger vans. So, you know, um, things such as that. Um, so if you are interested, I, I do say once our trips open up, they'll probably fill pretty quickly. Um, so you'll want to hop on that. Um, if you are interested in any of the on-campus biking around Sacramento, again, those will be in the virtual, um, the virtual either team building clinics or classes um, will be available as well for everybody and anybody that wants to sign up. Um, besides that, you know, just basic cleaning, sanitation, um, looking at numbers, looking at ways of making sure that people are safe when they go out. And I know that people have worries um, and they might have specific questions. And if they do, um, feel free to ask and we can give you those answers. Um, again, going on social media or peakadventures.org and just asking those questions away. And hopefully we can keep in contact, um, hopefully with the release of these and with just content online, um, we can keep people engaged and, and interested in what Peak Adventures has to offer. And one cool thing about this is one of the opportunities is that we, we are able to look at, you know, the spring semester, um, if things you know, return to normal in a different light. And so hopefully people will be ecstatic and excited to get out. Um, and hopefully the spring semester will go completely back to normal with everything. And in that case, we should be offering um, a, a ton of opportunities, including hopefully Raft Guide School next year, which um, hopefully you will be on and leading, which will be great. Everybody, I highly recommend it. <laughs> Um, if Kyle's going to be on it and leading it. Um, and then, yeah, ro rolling with the punches, growing, becoming more resilient with everything that's going on. And hopefully, you know, hopefully this never happens again. But mm -hmm. Right, right. And uh, I, I would also just want to reinforce that with um, just an encouragement to uh, the students out there and the general public, too, that uh, just remember that, you know, that we're a small organization. Um, you know, maybe you have 30 employees. We're doing our best to, to, to keep every, everyone employed. We're doing our best to 
stay open as an organization. And it's really important to remember that, you know, if you don't use these resources, then they disappear. And, uh, you know, Peak Adventures is uh, a very unique offering on our college campus. And, uh, you know, student fees um, go, uh, in a part of student fees, I should say, uh, go to supporting ASI and Peak Adventures. And so uh, it's really, really important that if this is something that you're interested in doing, you know, you may, may only have, you know, two or four years at Sac State, that I really, really encourage you to take advantage of that. Um, because not only is it going to be rewarding for you individually, it's also going to help keep our program alive, you know, and this is something that's really important to think about when, you know, a lot of people, we hear a lot, a lot of talk about supporting local businesses right now, making sure that we keep those restaurants, those mom and pop shops open. Um, and I just, you know, I just want to remind you that Peak Adventures is one of those resources here on campus. And uh, so if you, if you think it, what we're doing is valuable, if you've, um, if you've been on the ropes course with your freshman class or uh, maybe a recreation class or if you've gone on any of our uh, outdoor trips or if it seems interesting to you at all um, please definitely uh, sign up and uh, keep contributing to uh, to our, our organization as well because uh, with without the, su the support of the students we just we will disappear you know just like anything else um, so uh, with that with that, um, do you have any final thoughts for us, uh, Miguel? Nope, just get out, get engaged, um, stay safe. But really, you know, Peak Adventures, we're there to help people get out in the outdoors and socialize. Um, but you can take this own stuff in your, your own life. Um, and hopefully you got a little energized and excited about the possibilities um, from, from this theme today or from anything that happens in your day. Look outside your window and see the bright, beautiful sun that Sacramento has to offer. And yeah, get excited, get engaged, do things, do things safely, but Awesome. Thanks so much, Miguel. Yeah, thanks, guys.